And we're live. Welcome to Daily Confidence for Entrepreneurs. My name is your Mustafa Hosseini, and I'm your host for the show. I'm excited to announce, uh, announce day five of the Confidence Giveaway, where 38 business owners, entrepreneurs, and experts are sharing their expertise with other business owners, coaches, consultants, and experts to help them boost their confidence during this COVID and the corona pandemic and help them to finish 2020 strong <clears throat> and start 2021 with all the confidence that they need in the world. If you haven't joined the uh, giveaway, I'm going to share the link here in the comments. And if you're listening or watching later, the link is dailyconfidence.show slash giveaway. So today we've got uh, a, a panel discussion where our experts will share their stories uh, about their confidence, what they do to maintain and manage their confidence, what's been going on in the past nine months. Uh, with COVID and what's going to happen uh, in the you know near future, six to twelve months. So let me welcome Susie Vine. Welcome, Susie. Thank you, Mustafa. Good to be here. Glad to have you, Claire. Hello. Hello. Claire, I'm not going to butcher your last name. Claire Boscott. <laughs> nice to meet you again, Evergreen Wallen. Welcome. Thank you so much. And we've got Jeanette Anderson. Hello there. Good to see How you. How's your day going? going, ladies? Peachy. Busy as pink. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. All right. So um, let's start with um, um, please introduce yourself, uh, your name, your business name, and state where you're from. Susie, why don't you start? Sure, my name is Susie Vine. My business is 3X Less Stress and I'm located outside the San Diego area near Del Mar, California. Beautiful. Claire? Um, I'm Claire Boscott and I live in Jersey. It's a little island between France and England. Um, and I do mystery shopping and customer service. That's my thing. Fantastic, Claire, glad to have you with us. Thank Ms. you. Janet, Jeanette? Hi, I'm Jeanette Anderson. I'm currently in Alberta, Canada. I live a mobile lifestyle. That's why I always preface it with currently. Um, and I am happy to be here. Glad to have you with us. Eva Crane Wallen, could you please yes. introduce yourself? Yes, I'm Eva Karen Wallin from Sweden, not far from Stockholm. And uh, my coaching business uh, name is Awake Communication. Beautiful. So ladies, uh, can you share with us how it's been for you in the past nine months? During the COVID, how did it impact you? Uh, did it hit, hit you hard? And what did you do to pivot or adjust to what's happening to the new conditions and to the new ways that um, business is done? Who would like to go first? I'll leave in. All no. right. My business is Bodacity.ca, and I've been online and doing online coaching courses, training, etc. for quite a while now. So in many ways, my business didn't change hardly at all. The focus and the conversations changed because mostly what I was dealing with was clients who were going, ah, what now? What do I do? So I spent a lot of time focused on helping other people pivot, created a program around that, created support for that. And in many ways, my business took a fairly big hit from doing so much for people and giving away so much um, because there was a lot of just really pitching in and helping people, right? Which I see lots of nods, so I think that's the case for many of us. 
On the other hand, I think there's, it's a time of tremendous opportunity. Um, now, for many people, it's not realized yet because they've created programs they still have to capitalize on, or they've created goodwill they still have to capitalize on, that kind of thing. I'm heading into a three-day event, and it's been a very, very busy, very productive time during COVID, um, and a lot of, a lot of managing uh, my own and especially clients and prospects, known and unknown stress mostly unknown because mm -hmm. most of them have reactions and anger and so forth that they're not acknowledging. So as coaches, which most of us are, what we're really dealing with is helping people um, acknowledge what's there and make space for it, hold space for it, and really help them to get that they're pissed off, angry, hurt, sad, grieving, like there's just a tremendous amount of grieving. And of course, especially in the US with all the craziness there, there's been a tremendous amount of anger. And so I think for me and for most of the people I've been working with, the biggest gift is feeling the feelings, expressing the feelings, working through them, getting to the other side so we can be productive and stay on track. Fantastic. Evercrane, would you like to go next? Yeah, well, um... When March hit us, um, I was into uh, create. I, my I, my goal was to create a coaching program to help coaches to get clients ease in an easy way by just you know talk to people in the simplest way possible. And then suddenly, I had a small group started, and I wanted to have more people in it, and it just stopped, totally stopped. And that was a gift in disguise because. <clears throat> I started to really focus on what my my passion is, and that is deep inner work. And I think the reason I hadn't done it before was I had not been able to communicate it in a clear way. So now I I started to do that and develop that bit by bit. So for since August, it has been really going up. And I can really say, uh, same as Jeanette, that this is really what people need because nothing is helped by people getting stuck in fear, no matter the situation. Uh -huh. And when we can release the fear, we start to become creative because we are so creative, all of us. Fantastic. Susie, has it, how has it been for you? You know, I, I definitely was one that had to make a big pivot in March. I was primarily seeing clients in person. I worked with clients at that point doing hands-on body work as well as coaching. And with three X less stress, my focus was on addressing three aspects, emotional, physical, and environmental of stress and turning down the volume on those. And suddenly there was a completely different type of stress that everybody was dealing with. Burnout was an issue before, but it's risen exponentially. And so that's become a major focus in the work that I'm doing and helping people recognize the mindset shift. So while that was a bit of the work that I was doing and sharing before this year, it's just that message has become so much more important. And so that's really what I'm focusing on sharing, as well as recognizing that, you know, those feelings of isolation that we had before, I mean, you know, in this age of social media, we have been feeling more disconnected. And now also that's gone to a whole new level. So 
creating a place and opportunity for community. So another thing that I'm focusing on is launching a membership where, again, there's a place of community where we can recognize all of this heavy stuff we're working through right now is we're not alone in that. There are so many people navigating the same issues and just recognizing that we're not the only ones in the depths of this right now, that there's a community that we can reach to for support and share support is so empowering. So it's exciting to see what's coming out of it, but it took a big redirect. Absolutely. Yeah, we have, you've had, to, I guess we've had some massive adjustments to make here to the way we think we live, we do business we eat, we shop, like everything has changed. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's been a big shock actually. Yeah. Claire, how has your experience been in the past nine months? Yeah, I mean, I'm same with Susie. I, I was very much um, uh, mystery shopping, customer service training, very much on the hand, doing things with the clients, consulting. Um, and yeah, I've lost everything in three days. Everything was gone in three days. Uh, I had a lot of keynote speaking plans throughout the year. I mean, I was supposed to go to LA, come on, LA, Singapore. I had Kuala Lumpur, I had, you know, so many places to go to and suddenly everything is gone. And um, I have to say, it's took a, it, it really took me down. I really hit bottom. You know, I'm a single mom, I've got two children and suddenly I'm like, what 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 and i'm i mean i'm a positive person you know i mean if you pick me up you know i'll just i'll i'm, I'm on that but it has really hit me and it's taken me a bit of time to actually come back up and realize that there are so many opportunities when mm -hmm. there's you know and um, so launching a writing a new book on mystery shopping repositioning myself as a keynote speaker on the mystery shopping and customer service, doing all the training online and really actually helping the employees because like we said, the employees are feeling that stress. They're feeling like that. If they're feeling like that, they're never going to give great service. So training on the emotional intelligence, training on that resilience, training on those tools that, you know, you need to feel good in yourself so you can give that great service. So definitely it's it's been a, a bit of a roller coaster. <laughs> Absolutely. But so, it's really good to, to be able to help a bigger community now from around the world as well. This has opened up the world to us. Absolutely. And now I, I think people are all more, more connected across the world, just like the people that we have right now in this room from right. Europe, from, you know, U.S., Canada. And I, I personally have met so many people in the past nine months that uh, – if, if COVID wasn't wasn't there, I probably would have been focused in my local area, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so, how yeah. how did you guys cope with what what happened? What was next? Like this came through, and then it hit us really hard. And what what was the next piece for you, Jeanette? Like how how what? Like did you take a few days off? Did you, did you like go under the blanket and hide for a few days? Did you, what did you do? What was next for you? Well, there was quite a bit of wine involved. Um, I, <laughs> uh, so I was down in Florida actually, because I'm allergic to winter. So I was down in Florida. And uh, part of why I was there, frankly, is because I wanted to spend my 60th birthday at Disney World. And I also wanted to meet a whole bunch of the transformational leaders there that I could JV with and partner with and so on. 
but I really wanted to go to Disney World and they closed it the week before my birthday to Little Peckers. Oh, I was so mad, so mad. So that, that I agree. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I had a few blanket days, but mostly really where I went to, because frankly, my whole life has been about resilience and rebounding and, and my background is all about, you know, kind of survival and, and pivoting. So for me, I, I gotta tell you, uh, it's kind of my juice and my jam. I've like I, I'm hesitant to say it because I know people who've had tremendously traumatic experiences, but I've kind of been enjoying it on a bunch of fronts. One because all of who I am and my skills and my background come to bear and are perfect for this kind of situation for really helping people see different alternatives. And it gets me, it allows me to be really resilient and really, um, really see the possibilities. And my whole stand in the world is shifting our world from fear to love. One happy woman at a time through bodacity, but just shifting our world from fear to love. And that's, I think someone said, really what we're about is taking people out of fear and recognizing that fear is the enemy, not COVID, not Trump, not whatever, fear. And that when we stay out of that, we can stay resourceful and resilient. Now, I got to admit, when I made my, when I, lovingly call my zombie apocalypse run back when I drove because I drove down to Florida and back which is about uh, eight six thousand kilometers I don't know it's a long trip long uh, drive. <laughs> yeah I drove back through nine states and I, I gotta tell you I had like gloves and masks and I had and I was just trying to avoid <laughs> everybody and everything that was a little fraught I was I was concerned about cooties on the way back. I spent a lot of time in my truck, a lot of time. Um, and we are now bonded for life. Um, and I really, I think what has helped me most was that focus on now what? Now what? And I think part of the conversation that's really important for us to shift is, it, yes, to feel the feelings, yes, to acknowledge what's there, and then say, okay, great. Now what? Mm -hmm. um, so, for instance, I have clients like like um, Susie who had hands-on healing businesses. Well, what do you do if you can't touch people? And I, I've got a client who's in Saskatchewan who has uh, 27 practitioners in a hands-on healing clinic and a big building and stuff to pay for. Now what do you do? Uh -huh. so she pivoted, went online, created membership, created all sorts of stuff really quickly, powerfully. She's up in her revenue this year in business areas. So, um, you know, the Great Depression created more millionaires than any time before in history because people saw the opportunities and went there. Mm -hmm. So the same thing here. Now, here's the, here's the downside of it. Economic reality is there's a whole bunch of people who lost jobs, who lost, you know, income, et cetera. And so that is a reality. But what I think is really important for people to keep in mind is not to go into scarcity because I see so many people who have been giving away so much for so long We've forgotten how to charge uh -huh. and uh -huh. that doesn't serve us it doesn't serve them and it's not sustainable we have Absolutely. to get back to business as unusual and still stay in the conversation around what's real and authentic for people but not let scarcity lead us and not become the wallet police because i have I don't know how many conversations i have with people about it's not your choice and you're not empowering people if you decide that they can't afford you that's at any point but especially now, it. right? Because people will find a way to be resourceful and resilient if you expect that. 
and they will find a way to have excuses if you expect that. So whatever you do this is, we got to shift our mindset to back into leadership of what's possible instead of what's screwed up. Absolutely. Now, uh, let, in the interest of time, let's keep our uh, the answers to a minute or so. So, Evercrane, how has your experience been uh, in the past? What was your next step? Like when this whole thing happened, what did you do to adjust? Thank yeah. you. By the way, that that was that was amazing. Yeah. Uh, the thing was that when things started shut down in the US, I was in Los Angeles at an event. And the day before the event should start, they came out with this, don't uh, gather together with a lot of people. So half of the people came to the event, what she expected. And uh, that was really amazing by itself. And I was, sorry, because I was on the planes, I didn't hear the news. So I was a bit puzzled, people go with masks and everything, I didn't get it. And then I came home to Sweden and luckily, I must say, we were not in a total lockdown. It was more easy for us. And so that was so good. And the other thing that happened that was really fantastic was that everything came online. So mm -hmm. I could sit in my home and go to different events in the US because it's like that everything is happening in the US. So as you said, Mustafa, I made so many amazing new contacts with people this year that would not have happened otherwise. Mm. So this from August, I mean, I'm booming. I'm having the best months ever in my business. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Susie, how was it for you? What, what did you do to adjust? Yeah, I well, first I agree so much with what Jeanette and Eva Karine just said. Um, and I think we are so blessed to be in this point at which we had all of the digital tools already available. I was using them, but I wasn't really utilizing them. And so that was the opportunity that I had to, to be able to take it to the next level, to take my Facebook group and create that as a place of greater engagement. And I launched a podcast. And so that was a really exciting opportunity that I had never considered, but suddenly gives me the great opportunity to, again, talk to so many brilliant people and share their work and, and just generate conversation. And so I think the opportunity is tremendous. And I want to reiterate what Jeanette was saying is that we're not doing ourselves a service to be giving away the goods. I mean, we want to be generous and give from our heart and people are certainly needing it right now. And at the same point, it's so empowering to recognize that people are ready and willing and able to step up and, and pay what we're worth. So I think that's a really great place to recognize that we are still in. Yeah, I think a lot of us, not a lot of us, some people, have built a lot of things in the past nine months, like a new website, like uh, launching a podcast, launching an event, a whole bunch of things that uh, like the size of my list has gone up significantly. And you know, a lot has been going on. Um, Claire, what, how has it been for you? What, what did you do to, uh, to adapt? Well, I had to pick myself up from the floor first. And yeah. <laughs> Uh, and once I stop crying every five, two words, you know, I've, um, I, I have to say as well, that was a moment and I'm quite, you know, I'm quite a businesswoman. I'll go, I'll do things uh, I could see. And uh, so I'm quite in that positive mindset. Um, and, you know, I survived because of my tribe around me. The people around me have supported me so much. 
I had so much love from everybody around. All my friends, my family, I had calls, I had messages, I had, you know, all those things that, you know, when you're, you always say, you know, you need your tribe around you. And, and this is the moment when you realize you have got an amazing tribe. And this is those moments that really, uh, you realize that, you know, because the people around you, they help you on your way. And so never shy away from you know, talking to your tribe, never shy away to asking for help. When we're at that moment, you want to shy and you want, oh, no, I don't want anybody to know, but asking for help, asking for that hand, asking for that support, asking what do you think about this? And I found that was really, really powerful to really kind of help me to to the next level, to get out of that. Ooh. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. A lot of us had to pick ourselves up from the ground. Mm. I know back in February, I was recovering um, uh, from, I was a little bit depressed because I had, my, my brother was kind of suicidal. So I was dealing with that. And, and then this whole thing happened and the whole world was on pause. And we had to get out of that and mm. then come back up and resurface and then start flying, I guess. So that's a process that we've had to, uh, making the packs nine months now ladies um in, in in a couple of sentences do you have any routines to help you boost your confidence or re or resurface if you're not feeling good other than wine <laughs> <laughs> Jeanette, you are you are muted <laughs> so i'm not hearing your wine conversation uh, no, you can't take that off the table, Mustafa. <laughs> a primary coping strategy for many, many people. <laughs> um, okay, other than wine. Yeah, I think I want to echo what Claire said. Uh, staying in community, asking for support. And I have had so many beautiful people come forward and support, not just me emotionally, but people working with me on my body, doing somatic body work with the lovely lady out of Florida named Judy Greenman, uh, people helping with karmic clearing, all sorts of stuff that we're exchanging gifts and expertise in order to support each other through this period. So if you're not doing that, I highly recommend it. So uh, call in support physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually in every way. And the second part, and especially for a lot of women on here is call it in and then allow it. Yeah. Because sometimes we're pretty good at calling it in but we suck at letting it actually come in and make a difference. So call it in and then allow it. Beauty. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, uh, that, that support piece is getting out there and asking and taking, and like you said, allowing support is mm -hmm. I think the biggest piece in the past nine months, especially now. Yeah. I want to add one more quick thing. Action begets clarity. Don't wait for clarity to get into action. Because what we've been doing is a lot of navel gazing. And so people are now in analysis paralysis a lot. Get into action, any kind of action, doesn't matter. You'll get clearer about your next steps than if you try and figure them out. Yeah, yeah, that's an important piece. Um, there, Susie, what do you got? Do you have any routines to um, help you boost your confidence? 
Yeah, well, I think, um, and some of what I share in the work that I'm doing and in the gift that I have is that so much comes of it from perspective, right? We can see stress as debilitating or enhancing. So as soon as we recognize that if we see stress as an opportunity to rise and thrive, to demonstrate how powerful we are, it literally fuels our success. So being able to find our, to find a way to put ourselves back in that empowered frame of mind is tremendous because it's really hard and we've got some kind of like making up to do, right? We feel like we've really been kind of sidelined in the greater game. And so looking for ways to feel empowered and I completely agree with what Claire and Jeanette are saying, surround yourself with higher vibration people, people who are doing good work, who try to keep their energy and their mindset positive is so supportive. Um, and if your immediate circle is is not there yet, look for influences that you can bring in to start raising that vibration and it's gonna trickle down and support your community too. So don't feel like you're held back. You might be the incentive to start boosting the rest of your tribe to better energy. Beauty, beauty. Uh, Evercurrent, how has it been for you? Do you have any routines to help you boost your confidence? I do. I have um, actually my own method. It's called expansion method, which I use. And I have people that are trained. I, I talk with them once or twice a week just to do whatever I can to the fear and the struggle to be able to release that and turn it around. So I will become up leveled, you know, just by doing that. Fantastic. Claire, what is it for you? What do you do to boost your confidence? I walk. I walk. So I'm up at six o'clock. I do a bit of meditation before I go. So kind of a visualization of the day. What do I want to bring? What do I want to feel? How do I want to people I'm going to connect with? And then I go for a good 45 minute walk. Uh, rain, snow, no, no, no more snow in Jersey, but rain, wind, uh, sunshine. Um, and that was that that's, you know, that's a huge amazing amazing way to yeah. read and you know get your ideas out and then mm -hmm. you come back and then you just boy you're buzzing <laughs> got it i do the same like connecting with nature and getting some fresh air is yeah. absolutely essential for me like banff national park is out, is in our backyard mm -hmm. and I, I go there and i go in the mountains as much as i can just to refresh re-energize and you know refocus um, so ladies, uh, I know we're, we're doing the giveaway this week and you guys are contributing so much value to business owners out there in a sentence or two, please tell us what is the gift and quickly, how does it help business owners boost their confidence? Jeanette, what do you start? Sure. Um, so mine is about how to increase your authority and influence by using information marketing to build your list credibility and cash flow. So it's a long name, but really what it is is a training on how to create compelling lead magnets. A lead magnet is a piece of information or a valuable tool that you give someone to have them opt into your list. And so I teach you, even if you're experienced and have some, about a really important one called the buying criteria lead magnet that every mm -hmm. expert and leader should have. There's templates, there's examples. Uh, it's it's worth way more than 197, but you guys get it for free. Go get it. And if you haven't got uh, a lead magnet that's converting, if you don't have a lead magnet, or if you don't have a buying criteria lead magnet, you need this to help you start to build your list, which will help you build engagement, which helps you build your clients. Beautiful. So go, Beautiful. go get it. Thank you. 
Evercreen, uh, what do you got and uh, um, what is your gift? Yeah, well, I'm big on the inner work. So uh, my gift is called Uplevel Your Money Set Point. And if you feel that you haven't raised your income or maybe you raised your income, but you also raised the, the outgoings. So the leftover is, is almost the same. Then it's a sign that you haven't up-leveled your money set point. So no matter what you do, it might go up, it might go down. But if you look back 12, 12 months, you're going to see it's about the same as the year before. So focusing as number one on the inside and see recognize become aware what is standing in the way what the ideas you have about yourself your perception about yourself be aware of that then you can change it so i have a, a course it the course by itself is short but it needs a lot of work and the more work you put into it the more you will get out of it and of Fantastic. course we need to take action as well so it's included in it very important very important stuff uh, Susie, what is your gift? Yeah, my gift is five secrets to master stress and shine in the spotlight with, um, as I was just saying, recognizing that we can change our mindset to have a completely different outcome in the way that we come through stressful situations so we can put it to work for us. So mindset shifts, permission to put ourselves first, to recognize what our priorities are, our healthy boundaries, how we can take care of ourselves so that we have more to give to what we love to do, to share with others and to the people that we love. So love it. That's amazing. Yeah. That mindset shift is like, we've been forced to change our mindset and some people are still not giving in. Right. You know, so the, the, the sooner I think we give in and adapt and, and get used to it, the yeah. easier it would be, you know. <laughs> so true. Just like Jeanette was saying, we can choose to come from love or from fear and media and everyone else has gotten really great at pushing the fear triggers. So the more we can discount that and recognize we get to make the choice to come from love, the more mm -hmm. power we have to show up. Love maybe, maybe Mustafa, instead of forced, we've been invited lovingly invited <laughs> mindset yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know and i'm not saying that in, in a negative way like i've been pushed to change my mindset i can either resist yeah or just move forward with it well but it, the force I is very strong <laughs> for me as a rebel if someone's pushing me and forcing me i dig my heels in even more and resist and then i spend a lot of time in resistance and that ain't helping nobody at all so that's why if i shifted to invited i'm a lot more willing to perhaps shift absolutely absolutely claire what is your gift so uh, mine is a very uh, business online training course and it's uh, really the step-by-step to help small businesses to really look at their business. Um, so 10 steps to thrive by putting your customers in the middle of everything that you do and delivering exceptional customer experiences. That's what we want. So we can have customers and happy employees. So there you go. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, thank you, ladies. It's been an amazing conversation. Uh, I really appreciate all the efforts and the energy and the tools and the resources that you're putting out there to help entrepreneurs boost their confidence. I guess our mission is to, you know, change the world one entrepreneur at a time, help them boost their confidence, finish the year strong and strong 2021 with, with confidence, with a plan and all the tools and resources that they need to grow and scale, become profitable, be happy and the rest of it. 
Thank you, Mustafa, Thank for you being so the kind of leader who puts this together, does yeah. all the work you've done, and really are leading not only this community of, of people, but all the entrepreneurs you're touching. So thank you for that. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Ladies, have a great day and thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. Bye, everybody. Thank you. All right. So next we've got Mr. Mike April to join us here. We've got Mylene LK. Did I get that right? And Tony Kaufman. You did. <laughs> Hello. Welcome. How are you guys? Hey, everybody. Welcome. So, gang, for those of you who are watching or listening later, we're talking about the confidence giveaway. We're sharing stories from what's been happening in the past nine months with COVID and how it has all turned out for us and how what what we did to adapt to, uh, you know, to the new conditions and and, you know, take take advantage of what's happening instead of resisting and whatnot. And we are also talking about uh, gifts that we are sharing for those of you who are watching and listening. We are doing an Amazon gift card draw for you to enter the draw. If you uh, comment, ask questions, or tag a friend on our live show or on the comments below on the podcast, uh, so tag someone that could benefit from what's happening. They could boost their confidence. They could use these resources that 38 entrepreneurs are, are sharing. Uh, you will enter the draw. I'm going to announce a couple of winners from yesterday. We got Miss Jane M. Powers. She was a winner for an Amazon gift card yesterday. Nicole uh, Stratton and Eric Williamson, plus two other people have been winning so far this week. And uh, Robert Abbey. So we have about six or seven people that have won this week so far. If you'd like to uh, win an Amazon gift card, get on the comments. You can ask questions from the experts here as we're going through the... Um, conversation and if you haven't joined the confidence giveaway you could go to dailyconfidence.show slash giveaway i am going to uh in a second show the link here for those of you who haven't joined the confidence uh, the giveaway is uh, the open until tomorrow night midnight pacific time and you have the chance to opt in and get access to 38 gifts uh that is worth short of sixteen thousand dollars to help you boost your confidence in the areas of mindset, business strategy, sales and marketing, speaking and visibility. Uh, we've got funnels and technology. We've got health and wellness and finance. All those seven, seven categories, I think you would be pretty confident going through because running a business uh, as a lot of a small business owners wear the hat of chief, chief everything officer, um, We've got multiple hats to wear, and there are different areas for us to manage and have have the skill to, I guess, um, uh, you know, push forward and grow and scale. So we've got the gifts for you. So what, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. How's your day going so far? It's going great. Fantastic. Beauty. So um, please uh, take a second to uh, tell us about your name, your business name, and where you're from. Mike, why don't you go first? My name is Mike April. I'm the founder of April Tax Solutions. My home is in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, uh, home of the white stuff at this time. Yep. And uh, leave it at that. Beauty. Tony? Tony, I can't hear you. Mylene, why don't you go while Tony gets okay. her Okay. Hello, everyone. I'm Mylene Elke. I'm um, the owner of Moving to Oneness, 
which is also a podcast. And I love supporting people uh, embodying their truth and their magnificence. Beautiful. Tony, do I, can I hear you now? How about it now? Yes. All right. Thanks. Had to take care of that instantly. <laughs> Sometimes it pays to be a geek. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, Mustafa, thank you so much for welcoming. I'm in Houston, Texas, and I was laughing because I think the, the temperature hit 73, so I pulled out my sweaters. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll put some of that white stuff to you. you know, Tony, that's our summer. <laughs> I'm not joking. Like plus five Celsius, people are drinking beer in their shorts on sidewalks here in Calgary. <laughs> that's how crazy we are. And we have pictures too. <laughs> we can prove it for sure. Uh, actually, I went out and shoveled stone this morning. So, oh my God. Uh, so yeah. I, look. One problem that I have is I'm like sitting and working all day so much that when it snows, I literally haven't had a chance to go outside and shovel my sidewalk. So, you know, that's that's the kind of problem we're dealing with these days. <laughs> so um, where do we start? So um, how has it been for you guys in the COVID in the past nine months? And uh, can you tell us? what's been happening and what was the transformation like for you and um what wh when you first heard about COVID in the first few weeks what was the experience like for you mike would you like to go first sure it was uh a fear of the unknown because you know having a tax firm Sometimes people can look at that as dis discretionary cash and say, well, I'm going to focus my cash on the immediate needs to keep my business running, paying my staff and stuff like that. So it was like, are people going to want to do their taxes? Are they going to want to move ahead with this when they when their focus is really more urgent on providing needs to their, you know, to their employees, to their business, to the, to the customers and maintaining those customers through whatever pivot they had to change or whatever adaptations, especially in the restaurant owners, you know, that moved to takeout, you know, from a in dining experience, especially the fine dining, you know, there's, there's pivots there. Uh, even, even for my own staff, you know, I, I feared a little bit of about where, where the revenues were going to come from. So it, it was, you know, everything was kind of up, up in air. But uh, the government did put together some programs, and initially they did dole it out fairly quickly, so that people weren't falling falling on their on their butts right away, and uh, they had an opportunity to you know kind of adapt without going you know penniless over that over that time. Especially the you know the the, the restaurant staffing and the waitresses, you know, that no longer had that that daily uh, income and those tips. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that was the initial part. Later on, I can get into that after. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Tony, how was it for you? How was the first like month or so for you? Well, the first month or so, I think if you remember, we were in Los Angeles. I had just finished JVology Live and then we did JV Summit. And then we, so we had, I had three events over the course of three weeks in the California area. I'm from Houston, Texas. So I flew over there. And then that's when the warning started hitting. 
And what I need to tell you is that uh, when I go into an airport and it says there's a SARS warning, I was the poster child for SARS and H1N1 in Houston. And so, I mean, it cost me a lung and it cost mm -hmm. me a trachea at 37 days in the hospital in ICU and they transferred me to a hospice. So I know what it's like to be on the intubators and ventilation and ICU and to have everybody around you in hazmats. And that happened to me 10 years ago. So when I saw that, I was like, there's no way in hell I'm flying back. I, I, I'm driving back. So I flew my son to California and we bought a car and drove back. <laughs> so there's month one. <laughs> Good for you. you. You didn't even rent it. You bought it. Well, the the rental was going to be like twenty eight hundred dollars, and I, you know me and the Facebook marketplace. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a Mercedes convertible for four thousand dollars. No at, way! In Los Angeles, there's a lot of Mercedes in Los Angeles for sale. <laughs> <laughs> Good for and you. We had a blast, and uh, I drove back. You know, I stopped by Phoenix to visit our friends Jonathan and people, and then. Uh, spend the night with uh, D. Collins in, in Tucson. So I just we just made it a wonderful road trip. And since we've all since I've worked from home for you know for gosh now five six years, uh, it was a very li very little transition. I mean we upgraded our Zoom basically, uh, but yeah. I, I I really I'm I'm a firm believer in in the lemon and lemonade kind of uh, mentality. So the opportunity is there, and working with Linda Kane and helping her turn live events into online live events has been the most, one of the most positive things I think we've done this year. Uh, and business has boomed. I mean, it's just gone crazy. So uh, yeah. perfect example, we're sitting here right now from all over the world mm -hmm. and, and, and taking care of other people's needs, uh, serving them with our intellect uh, by, by sitting in our, in our own homes on Zoom. Absolutely. My Mylene, how has it been for you? How, what was the first month or two for you like when COVID hit us and, and what was the experience like for you? I really loved it. <laughs> I loved the quietness. I loved that every the energies around me calmed down, the air uh -huh. changed, you could hear more the animals in this. Uh, the rhythm became very calm. And mm -hmm. I went into an extreme um, thought process, not, not inside but i really knew in that moment i had to uh figure out what is it what i bring to the world and in not any colored way it has to be purely me uh, because that's needed and that is uh, the future so i observed i observed a lot was a lot of nature and i i still am a little bit in that uh, fine-tuning what is to come out and um, yeah so now I'm slowly coming out change things really concentrating on moving to oneness bringing the podcast out into the world so and bringing my song out that came and the wisdom right the guided wisdom that I support and to not say no <laughs> or hold back yes Absolutely. and inspire others to be really them I, I I shared a story there with you where COVID happened. I was taking some personal time to heal from, you know, I was a little depressed earlier in the year for some personal reasons and family reasons. And when COVID hit, 
and uh, we got the news. I absolutely loved it because I was like taking time off to heal anyway. So they're like, you know, no business. Nobody does anything. You stay home. I'm like, yes, I love it. I'll just keep keep ha hanging out and healing. And then I did the observation thing as well, where the industry started moving really fast into throwing in, you know, uh, uh, workshops and seminars and webinars and this and that. Um, a part of me was going, you know, uh, uh, I got to jump in on that man you know, on that wagon and it just keep going. And then part of me was just like, shut up. We're taking time off to heal and relax. And we I'll let you know when it's time. And eventually I got the notice that it's time, but mm -hmm. that time to observe and relax and, and heal is absolutely necessary in my experience. So what did you guys do to adapt in the past nine months? And well, let me ask you, ask you this question first. Did this affect your confidence in a positive or ne negative way like first i was like oh i don't know what i was doing and then i figured it out because i took some time or what was the story for you like um was there a transformation for you mike would you like to go next first or not sure um it, it was good because like you said it gave you some time to think and and sometimes we get caught up with just the day-to-day -day and we don't stop to think uh, think things through or, or strategize on on how to how to change things. And I mm -hmm. I just sat back and I observed what other businesses were doing and the way they were choosing how to pivot and adapt to the online environment. You know, adhering to the, all the safety protocols. And and you know, I, I found myself in my office doing the same thing. You know, we I managed to put all my staff on uh, remotely and. We were still able, and we have VoIP systems, so we were able to move the phones, you know, to wherever their home locations were. So uh, we, we adapted in, in that way, and it was, was kind of, you know, from the tax perspective, the only thing that, that was different is that people weren't able to bring their receipts to us. So, you know, we just we just had them scan them instead, or we did courier pickups in some cases, you know, where there was loads of receipts. So. Um, yeah, it, it was it was great to kind of, you know, do a strategic thinking time to understand what we could be doing better, more efficiently, uh, mostly, and also to pick up on, you know, take times to pick up on ideas uh, from other business owners through the seminars, through the webinars, the live training that was going on. And, and also, you know, now we're here with your confidence giveaway gifts, which is, uh, you know, adding adding more resources to help those business owners that maybe haven't got the right ideas in front of them yet on how to proceed. And now, and now these wonderful gifts are there to, to maybe take them over the edge and say, Oh, I didn't think of that. And, and put them at that next level where some of us may have hit, you know, two or three months ago. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tony, how was the experience for you? And you know, what's funny is it's, I think we're all going through introspect and uh, and and deliberation. And so, what I felt, um, uh, as you know, um, um, it's been an interesting year for us. Uh, the loss of my husband in January, the loss of my little brother in April. Uh, and so, uh, I was honestly ready to come back and kind of shut everything down and just, you know, just go forward with life. Uh, and and when I got here, uh, it's so funny, but the, the the I call them all kids, by the way. They're all millennials. They all work for me, so they're all my kids. But they had put together some programs and uh, and helped us 
I, I guess I taught something to them, but we were putting, they put together this program to be scalable and sustainable with or without me, which I thought was just amazing. And, uh, uh, and so, you know, if I get hit by a bus, we're okay. <laughs> or oh, they're okay anyway. <clears throat> but, um, but that allowed us to really put things that they planned in effect and, yeah. uh, and then open up our company to more business because of what they did. And I was just so proud of them. And so uh, we became a digital agency. So we were working with digital as assets and your digital footprint, which is what Standout mm -hmm. Universe is all about. And on top of that, they created an amazing uh, uh, website and everything. So I was re-engaged re uh, and, and feel you know, really happy about it because it, uh, it was kind of validation and affirmation that, that, that life goes on and it will be good. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Mylene, what's it like for you? What was it like for you? Yes, what I spoke about, really figuring out what I walk in this life, what I bring to this planet. So this automatically, when that surety comes or this acknowledgement, oh yeah, that is really me and I cannot not do what, right? <laughs> the thing I do, this is the ultimate confidence, I think, because whatever comes in life, which tries maybe to push you over, yeah, maybe you just drop for a moment, but you like a stand-up doll, you're right up again. And um, what better confidence can be there, I think. It, if it comes out of it, I shine it out, I... Uh, or you walk your talk, right? That's my inspiration. I want to walk my talk. And that's it. Simple. Absolutely. Um, I agree with you, I, 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 guys, on the fact that we need to take time to observe and, 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 and see what is happening. Because if we don't do that, then, you know, just we become reactionaries and, and then we don't know what the hell we're doing then there's not a lot of confidence in our own abilities, in our plan, in our goals. And then I guess that's how we lose track of uh, the results and what we're doing and activities and whatnot. Um, do you guys have um, any routines or any processes to help you boost your confidence uh, in this time or out of this time that um, you could share with us? Mike, would you like to share uh, when you don't feel good and when, you're, when, you, when you don't feel confident or where you feel down, what do you do? What is your process to come back up? Uh, it, it's about self-talk. It's, it's about saying to yourself and stopping yourself in your tracks and going, wait, wait, get rid of that. What, what are you talking about that for? No, you are, you are good. You are doing the right thing. You are putting people's needs first. Uh, you know, just understanding what you you might have to write it out and repeat and you know take a look at it and pull it out once in a while just to say hey you know let's get back to reality because i mean isn't that our life as entrepreneurs this is always to doubt you know a friend of mine says if you don't quit want to quit what you're doing once a month you're not an, a true entrepreneur and and sometimes that's it right you just get those situations that go why am i even here why am i doing this and then and then you think back to that one situation or that client that, that takes you to the next level and go, oh, yeah, I saved that guy so, so many thousands of dollars. And, and all of a sudden it gets you back into it. And you just got to 
reach back to those wins and and let that propel you forward. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Very important. I think that awareness piece is very important to become aware of our thoughts, our actions, and what we're doing. Uh, sometimes we have to stop for a second and and analyze our our uh, our actions and thoughts. My favorite thing is to write everything down, mm. like my thoughts and what's happening. Write it down and analyze it on paper, because when I look at it, then it's easier to uh, to analyze. But when it's in my head, it's not as easy <laughs> to to analyze. Yeah. Um, Tony, what do you got? You got any new routines or any processes to help you boost your confidence? Um, well, I, I really don't suffer from that too much. <laughs> Number one, I'm 65 and I've earned every white hair and every scar and whether they like me or not, I don't care. But, <laughs> yeah. but Mustafa, uh, quite honestly, the biggest lesson that I've learned in 2020 is, uh, to, um, really internalize where, where happiness is, where home is, where love is. Because uh, I've, I've, I guess in, in, in my old age, I've now learned to, to do this. Mm -hmm. Okay, not this, you know, not not this. It's to just leave your hands wide open. And I think, uh, you know, starting from January onward, if it hadn't been for people like you and my friends and our our communities and everybody reaching out and even even the crazies that are on both sides of the political spectrum that I still have on my list because I believe in free free thought. Uh, sometimes I just hide one once in a while, but it, I still have them as friends. <laughs> but uh, but people are are inherently good. And if you will open your eyes and open your heart uh, and just receive, just receive, receive, receive. Uh, and, and always, of course, uh, acknowledge our, our, our higher thought, our God, uh, you know, our Savior, whatever, whatever it is that, that's good with you, that's good with the world. I've, uh, I've, I've come to terms with it. And, uh, and I'm not afraid of very much, except for a frog. But I'm not afraid of very much more than that. <laughs> you, got, you got frogs down there? Oh, my gosh. Yes, there's frogs. And they're big. Oh, the, those are toads. The big toads, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. The little yeah. hoppers. Yeah, the, the, the little hoppers, no. Those are lunch. But <laughs> my, my, my wife wouldn't like that. Oh, no, no. I, I, I was showing her pictures of crocs on people's doors in, in florida she would she would die <laughs> just even thinking about it because yeah anyway she's she doesn't get along with animals very well i was i was driving down the street here and i live in a neighborhood in the suburb and and there was two i i guess maybe you can't even see it because they're so big probably would go sideways turkey buzzards the big texas buzzards just, oh yeah just sitting on top of a trash can down the street. And I'm like, God, are you trying to tell me something? <laughs> Is it going to eat me? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he's waiting. <laughs> Very interesting. <coughs> Mylene. Oh, excuse me. What's it like I wait. I think what is my, uh, I wait. If my confidence is down, I think there has a reason why in that moment it's maybe not there. Yeah, so, so it's not really that I'm not confident. Maybe there is just a, a, 
a, a different mood or I feel that the environment is a little different and I, it's more of a calming down. So then there's not the push to go out and show yourself and be visible or do things uh, maybe for a business, right? So I've, I hone into then most of the time then also I do something around the house, paint to, to make it more beautiful because everything I believe in a home is medicine and uh, I treat it this way. So then I do something with my hands. I go into movement and do something totally different until then the intuition hits or the I just know to do again, concentrate me on, on, on my work or business or whatever arises in the moment. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I, I think we got, <clears throat> we got basically everything covered here from awareness from Mike with the love with Tony and being open and accept other people and understand and then to go to self-observation and uh, you know stay quiet which is uh, I, I think I, we all do a combination of all those mm -hmm. um, do you guys have any stories of something in the past nine months or in the past where a tough time taught you something and actually made you more confident on the other end You know, you went through a really tough time and then that, that tough time or rough time or maybe a business lesson or a failure or a setback taught you something really important and be like, you know what? I actually learned something really cool here. Anyone want to share a story like that? Well, I, I've got too many like that. So what I'm going to do is just let you know <laughs> that I think Mustafa as a leader of a of an incredible summit and and the giveaways that you're doing uh i think the one thing I've, I've been recording for the past four days for our own that starts you know on sunday but i'm amazed at how many folks that are speakers authors healers coaches in our community have had amazing challenges i mean i have one person that was 75% of her body was burned at the age of two I, and they came back and and now they're beautiful and that was her dream to be beautiful uh, I've got people, I mean, like everyone's had some horrible financial bankruptcy, you know, some big failing. It's what I've learned, and other people like me have had some incredible illnesses, that kind of thing. What I have learned is that it's not how we, what's it saying, Mike, you might know how many times you fall, it's how you get up, how fast you get up. It's the action that people take after that, that traumatic thing that either makes you a victor or a victim. And uh, and I love, that's I think that's why I love our community. It's, it's we've got yeah. a bunch of heroes in it. And, 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 and I have, you know, I've, I've met so many amazing stories and yet everyone wants to end giving and serving and being of service and helping others. I haven't met one person in our entire community that says, oh, no, I want to do bad today. <laughs> you know? Amazing. So, yeah. 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 I totally agree with. Um, I can't really think of the bad stories. I, I think of all of the good, just like Tony pointed out. It, it was just amazing how the, the level of service came out. Like there's a lady in our community. She started sewing masks. She was she she got displaced from her job. She didn't have any income, didn't qualify for any of the federal programs. She started sewing masks and she was selling them for like 50 cents a dollar. Uh, and we my wife and I were giving her five dollars each. She goes, oh, that's too much. I said, no. I said, this this is your value. You're doing something wonderful. 
and and there's no reason for you not to you know us not to celebrate that 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 shift that you've done and what you're giving back to the community you know and there, there could be other people that you know would just say want to take advantage of it you know and look at this as, as the vulture opportunity but I, I haven't seen that. I'm, I'm seeing more people willing to give them themselves, you know, the courses, the gifts that we're giving away today. They're, I've been looking at some of them amazing and I'm going, geez, I'd have paid 200 bucks for that. I'd have paid 500 vows for that. I, you know, I'm just looking at all of them and I go, they're giving it up free. I'm going, amazing. You know, from so from my own community to all of the people here around the world that are, you know, still coming together to, to be of service to those to those less fortunate or, or needing needing our assistance and maybe don't have the, the pockets to, to support that anymore absolutely yeah absolutely mylene do you have any stories no but hey, i was thinking hey, hey. Uh, it was all you know we have so many facets and this these times it, if you don't go into a shock you, you, right then you find something out about yourself you didn't before so like mike said exactly then we we figure out or use things we th thought by others right they were not good for us to do and suddenly because you're so totally free you can go into whatever you want to play with or do or work with and in a way it can arise so these new possibilities appear out of this sudden what it's like a, a, for me it was more like a collapse it's not like you stiff and you stop and can't move anymore it was really a collapse so you can stand up and uh, restructure yourself with the things you love to do absolutely love it love it love it so guys please uh, share with us um about your gift what you're sharing at the giveaway and how it helps business owners boost their confidence. Tony, would you like to go first? Well, I'd be happy to. And I, I, I thank you for the opportunity. And uh, we, we decided to uh, give away 75 executive snapshot reports of your digital footprint. So remember how I started off saying, you know, how do people find you? What's the keywords and all that kind of thing? Uh, I will not only tell you how many listings you are or are not on, but exactly where people go on your website to click. We can track that. We can do Google ad Analytics, and we can get your listings fixed up. And uh, you you will know what your footprint is. It's a $1,500 executive report that we're giving away between now and the end of the year for any small business owner or any business owner who wants to at least get the foundation for where they stand on uh, on on their digital footprint and then we can grow from there and how does that help business owners boost their confidence oh my goodness well let's put it this way uh, there's there's four key elements one of them is of course your listings the second one is your how many people have reviewed you how you're standing in terms of, of, of reputation management and then there's uh, how well you're doing on keyword searches. Do you even appear in the first 10 pages of Google? Uh -huh. Number three is how do you fix uh, the analytics? In other words, if you're not getting the hits or if everybody's missing you, how can we fix it quickly? You got it. That's amazing. I, and I think in this, this day and age, uh, with the digital marketing and being online as a necessity for business owners, that is a very valuable gift that you're sharing. So if you're watching or listening, opt in to get Tony's gift uh, 
to become more aware and become more confident of your online presence and know exactly what you should do to take your online presence and your business to the next level. Thank you, Tony. That's a very generous gift. Mike, what do you got for people that are watching and listening? What is your gift and how does it help business owners boost their confidence? What I've put together is uh, five business hacks most business owners aren't doing or aren't aware of. And when it comes down to taxes, sometimes you just don't know what you don't know. So if you if you don't know what exists in the tax act and both on in the US side with the IRS and the Canadian side with the CRA, there's there's many opportunities on and strategies that that could be keeping more money in your pocket. And uh, I just picked out uh, five uh, key hacks that I, I felt were the most impactful to business owners. And how would how would your life be different if you didn't have to pay that extra two thousand dollars to the IRS or CRA this year? And uh, keep, that, keep that money. What would you do with that two thousand dollars in your business? And I would what, take my kids to a vacation. Well, exactly. You know, it, it could be family. It could be business expansion focus. It could be yeah. you know participating in, in in the next JV summit in Costa Rica. <laughs> I'm not sure, but you know. Yeah, wherever wherever it might take you, that that money deserves to be in your business for you to use, and not, you know, my 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 slogan is stop overpaying your taxes, and, uh, and it's true. Uh, most most people just don't know what what they're not doing, and their accountants not telling them either. So hopefully this will give you some give give the people insight into what they could be maybe doing better and uh, and uh, keeping that money. Absolutely. I, I, and I think when it comes to taxes, so the general rule for confidence is it's a, a, a lot of about a lot about unknown. When we're we're, we're not sure about something, we're not very confident about it. Right. And taxes uh, are another area that most people have no clue about. Right. Even people that have gone to school, including myself, and have learned about accounting and some tax information, I, I'm still clueless about taxes. And I've seen tax book it's like you know it's a thick book like and the language is not understandable it's like freaking uh, uh you know a different language yeah you can't even read and tr even if you try to understand it you would have a hard time you would need a translator and so what i'm trying to say is the gift that mike is sharing here is an amazing gift and it's very valuable uh, to become more knowledgeable about taxes and getting uh uh, some strategies that you can apply to your business. Say, uh, you know, when 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 we think about taxes, most people ignore it to begin with, right? And then when we come to it, we don't think about a strategy. And people like Mike actually share strategies that you can use. Most accountants to just take your papers and and then they'll give you a report. They charge you a thousand bucks, five thousand bucks, whatever. But uh, amazing people like Mike. Uh, actually give you advice. So at the end of the day, opt into the giveaway, take advantage of the gifts that Mike is sharing. So thank you, Mike, for that. That's a very generous gift. Mylene, what are you sharing and how does that help business owners boost their confidence? I created a four video series of uh, shining brighter speaking. Now is the time where you bring out uh, your callings message into the world, right? So to recognize that you're already a bright light and how to even 
increase that and expand and feel much more comfortable uh, within your body and then giving uh, authority to your voice and whatever you want to speak out if it's now here on video on a podcast stages are a little less but even as when you have your art how comfortable are you uh, in bringing this out and how does this all reflect in your body because you know, I think we should be very gracious when we walk through the world. And so that's a beginning to bring everyone there through little wisdom and some channeled sounds. Wow. I, I, as you're talking, I could just think of, think of two or three people that are already in the giveaway and people that are outside that could be good referral and affiliate partners for you. Because again, now with... Uh, us having to be online uh, as almost a must for business growth, uh, figuring out that piece to be confident and comfortable to go on video, to go on a podcast and share your message with the rest of the world so you can make an impact um, is an important piece because most people are super conscious uh, of how they look and sound and how other people may think about them, right? But once exactly. you figure out that internal piece through your program, they could go live like this a lot easier. They could go on a podcast, appear on stages, appear on Zoom, and and you know share their message and make an impact. Yeah, to live in the moment. That's so important. Yeah. And to have fun as you do it. Absolutely. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for your amazing gifts and contributions. Uh, I think our mission is to uh, help entrepreneurs boost their confidence and regain uh, the trust uh, or regain the strength in our economy. Again, I mean, millions and millions of jobs have been lost. I don't know how many millions of businesses have gone out around the world. And I believe strongly, it's a core belief of mine that it is on us, small business owners, to rebuild the economy. Because our, our political leaders could only do so much and claim and promise so much, but it is literally on our shoulder to rebuild, resurface, think about it, work together in a community, share like this, and rebuild the economy. So I really appreciate it. Thank you for that. Hope you have a great rest of the day. By the way, is there anything you would like to mention that we haven't talked about? No, but for sure to uh, give you a, a big thank you for the you do fantastic work uh, and uh, hard work. Not everyone does this, so you really go over and beyond to to help people now in this world get back also their confidence and amplify that. Thank you very much. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Thank you. And to add to that, you also helped me spread my wings a little bit with the technology this week, Mustafa, <laughs> and. Uh, you know, explore some some areas that maybe I hadn't touched or was kind of pushing away and kind of hoping it would never surface. And he said, Mike, you got to do this. So when Mustafa says you got to do this, it's it's real. That yeah. you guys, if you're blessed enough to have an acquaintance with Mustafa and yeah. you and he tells you it gives you advice, take it. Don't be yeah. dumb. Take it. So, thank you for that. Thank you very much. I really appreciate the opportunity to work with you fine people. And uh, we are making a difference out there. So thank you again for that.
I hope you have a great weekend. Have a great rest of your day, and I'm sure we'll chat soon. Thank for you. Those of you who are, by Tony thank by you. For those of you who haven't joined the confidence giveaway, the link is uh, dailyconfidence.show slash giveaway. Uh, the giveaway is open until midnight on Saturday, uh, November 21st. That's midnight Pacific time. And so get in there, get your stuff. And uh, if you have any questions, reach out. If it was any issues, send me a message or send us an, e an email and we'll take care of it for you. Have a great uh, day, a great weekend, and we'll see you later. Okay. Bye now. Bye.